This week's podcast will be a very interesting one for you out there that wonder what it's like to be a body science athlete. With us today is Connor Peabody. How are you, mate? Good, thanks. Yourself? Good. And Tatiana, our in-house nutritional guru. How are you, Tatiana? Good. How are you? Good. And we're going to talk through the process of Connor joining the body science team along with Matt and Brielle in surf. Uh, We're going to talk about what Connor has experienced and what he's learned by being with the team for how many weeks now, mate? Six. Six weeks. So uh, let's rip in. Welcome to the Body Science Podcast, bringing you everything you need, want, and should know about health, fitness, nutrition, and training. As always, the information contained in this podcast is for the information purposes only and is not designed to diagnose or be prescriptive to treat, prevent, or manage any injury, disease, or other health-related condition. This podcast was brought to you by the newest product to enter the body science performance range, Myocytin. Independent research-proved body science Myocytin to outperform standard creatine. In only six days, athletes ingesting Myocytin gained more than twice as much body mass as those consuming regular creatine. Athletes also increased upper arm girth by over 200% more than regular creatine users and improved their bench press performance significantly more than users of regular creatine. Ask your local supplement retailer how to get yours. Welcome to Body Science HQ, the world of fit, happy, and healthy. And under that, I'm going to throw on the end of that one of our new Ironman athletes, Connor Peabody. How are you, mate? Good, thank you. Cool. For those that don't know, Connor joined the team after being announced Australian Youth Athlete of the Year by Surf Life Saving Australia. We've known Connor a long time. He kicked some massive goals leading up. Connor got a goal in 2019. He was first in the under 19 short course. He is one of the most focused young athletes I've ever met that wants to be number one. So look out, crew that are in that position right now. So. What we've done is Connor's come on board and he's going to talk about the experience of coming into body science as a brand, but talking about what it's like to change from being that teenager and kid to wanting to be an elite athlete and a pro athlete. So one of the things we started with before we even went down the supplements path with Connor was he has to get his base right. You've got to get your food right. You've got to get being an athlete, living an athlete, eating and dreaming like an athlete, right? And so Tatiana's on here and we're going to have a chat with her as well as to she's been instrumental in getting into that point. And look, so far runs on the board are great. The Shannon Eckstein Ironman Classic was on the weekend. You made the finals of yep. the senior men's? Yeah, open. Open, sorry. I heard that you were running third place for a long time until a few wave choices changed your direction. Yeah, I, um, it was a good race, but got smacked. Got smacked. Youthfulness in that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, well, what are you, 18 years old? Mm, yeah. So Tatiana, that's a good way to start. What do we say to an 18-year-old you know, athlete that wants to start living the life of an elite athlete from the perspective of a nutritionist? So the first thing, uh, we just had a really long chat and you just have to pick up what he's ready to do to get where he wants. Mm-hmm. And he's very focused. He's um, very similar to me, actually. He has a diary. He knows exactly what he's doing. Very aware. Like a food diary you're talking about or a food uh, training diary? A training lot. diary. Yeah. Very aware of what he was eating as well and how his body was dealing with that. That. So that's a great step. That's the first thing I need because I, I'm not expert in anyone's body. I'm expert in physiology, nutrition, and everything else. So I knew he was on the right track. We just had to fix a few little things. It made a massive difference. So we're on the right track to be quite a legend, I reckon. No, yeah, he's going to be a big name in the future. So Connor, what, what were you expecting when, I mean, I've got to be honest, when we signed you to Body Science, I gave you my phone number and you rang me every second day saying, I need to see the nutritionist. I need to see the nutritionist. What were you really looking for in that space? 
space. I guess I was looking for knowledge, knowledge not only with the products, but with everything and around that field, recovery and getting whole foods in as well. So and getting your base right before you just hit subs. Yeah. And that's so clever, mate, because they're supplements. They're not they're not things to replace. Mm, mm. And and so if I was Tatiana, what, what did you say to me in that first meeting? I basically asked Tatiana, what can I do to be be the best at the one percents? You can go out there, train all day, and it's gonna come down to the one percents, the nutrition, the hydration, and I guess Tatiana was the one well smartest in the field that I know of. And listening to the other podcasts, uh, Tatiana offers so much knowledge in this field of well-balanced diet. And yeah. Tatiana, you've got some runs on the board too, because you were a worldwide, you were competing for Brazil as a triathlete, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah. So you've done a few laps in the pool and <laughs> yeah. yeah, and you're in surf as well, aren't you? Yeah, I am now. Sort of, not yeah. the full thing, just swimming and running. Yep. Just loving the lifestyle. Yeah. So when an 18 year old uh, sits with you to talk about their nutrition. Obviously, it's make or break now. You're going to change someone's theories forever. How how and what did you say to Connor leading into that discussion? Did you do a lot of research? Because obviously, you don't talk to a lot of 18-year-old athletes with us. It's probably your mid-20s up is the area that most yeah. elite athletes are. There's not many younger elite athletes in the market these days yeah. because, you know, time on tools really that makes a difference these days. So It's a shame though because I actually decided to be a nutritionist when I was 13 and I saw my first nutritionist because I was a swimmer. So I think it's really important to get a base right because as you said, he's growing with that and that that's the base of his elite career because before that under on the 17s is a different level and who knows that. Starting to get serious and it was really nice to see him talking about the one percent because he knows what he needs to do to get there yeah so i think that was the first thing that i was looking for because to be and i say that to everyone i can give you the piece of paper is not going to be magic if you're not ready to do it yeah exactly it's not magic and that's the same with any type of diet isn't it? if you want to lose weight whatever you want to do so connor tell us about before we get into like what you actually did nutritionally let's go through your week on a plate like what does it look like uh, you talked about recovery as one of the things that you were really it was really important to you you don't hear a lot of young athletes talk about that mm. so let's just go through what you actually do and don't talk it down so it sounds like it's not let's talk about what you actually do each week uh performance wise like training yep. or... to become that elite athlete yeah yeah uh we we train 15 plus times a week yep. four mornings in the pool uh, three Ironman sessions, two board, two ski, three run sessions. And then I try to do, obviously the one percenters, I'll keep talking about that all day, but I try to do two to four, depending on the training schedule, gym sessions a week of activation, just light to keep the body in check and yeah. um, all of that. And big thing for me in the past, I've, I've gone out and done the other stuff and I've pulled up sore and I haven't been able to recover. Yeah. It's those weeks of grind that actually yeah. you know, start to catch up. And with without looking into those one percenters, I was I was struggling backing it up week in week out, and I was eating good foods like you know, mum, like it, it's it's carrots on a pizza rather than cheese. I it's never more go the, to your place. Of pizza. Yeah, nah, nah, pizza's on tonight, but um, you can have your carrot pizza. Yeah, nah. <laughs> um, I bet the dog even says no. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, our dog just sticks to biscuits. I'll come for pizza. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, struggling back it up and and always had what I thought was good nutrition. And you know, can I jump in there? Yeah, yeah. I hear that from everybody. Like they come and talk to us, and I go, "How's your diet?" And what we're trying to work out is how they eat, what's their style, what are their habits. Every single athlete I ever talked to says, "Oh my, it's 
my diet's good or I clean eat. Yeah. I go, that's awesome. What does that actually mean? Oh, yeah. And there is the definition of it is left and right. Yeah. It it is amazing what that actually means. And so you had a food diary, obviously, that you were able to use, Tatiana. Yeah. Yeah. So that makes a massive difference and all athletes should keep that. Yeah. So from that perspective of you keeping a a diary, was that for yourself or was that, did you show that to coaches and other people that are influencing what you do? Bit of both. Last season, I really wanted to have a crack at Cooler Gold. Always idolized that event. And I went to my best mate's house, Braden Mercer, uh, whose dad, Dean Mercer, was a champion Ironman. And um, he was actually with us for a while too. Yeah, yeah, I knew that. There's a few uh, buckets back at his house. But he actually had this uh, book, not this exact one, but the same type. Years and years, I'm talking like, oh, like, 20 years worth of every session, every... You and him are so similar. Everything he's ever done. Yeah. yeah. And... Um, he bought that book in when he met me. Real? Yeah, he did. <laughs> oh, that's classic. <laughs> yeah, just... And I want, I went through with Brayden. We both sat down, went through the whole book. And of every year, he did the Cooley Gold and wrote down every session he's done. And we kind of... Just to get a knowledge of how to train. And I was kind of going into a bit blind. So these books helped heaps. And... Oh, so you actually went through his journal? Yeah, I went oh, through wow. his journal copied a few of the sessions some of the sessions were just very was, old school <laughs> i'll say that much he was hard yards he yeah hard yards. just yeah. full grind then i started recording my own sessions and it was so much fun like i had fun i don't know if that's the right word but looking back and seeing your times like three weeks ago and you're going holy like this is so good and you can see your improvements you can't measure yourself mate you're just telling a good story what? <laughs> <laughs> i think he's like going back to one when we're training really hard, you feel really not good for a lot of weeks. Especially. And is that what you focused on in the beginning when you two were, I didn't mean to cut you off then. Is that what you focused on? Like first, let's make him feel better. Yeah. Yeah. Because, and it, he had some idea of it, but it's, it's really hard. Cause it like, when you're leading up to a competition before you get the rest, you feel horrible. Mm-hmm. You feel heavy, you feel slow, you're tired. Even when you're getting the right nutrition, you see like that's part of the process. So when you rest, you're a lot faster, but having those diaries make you like, well, yeah, I don't feel good, but if I look at the same time last year my times are a lot better yeah, nice. if i look at my times like mm. two months ago it's a lot better it's a lot more consistent so it's having that body awareness and also knowing like i didn't train well why i, I ate this before training didn't didn't fit well because then you don't make that mistake in race day yeah exactly important times. So Tatiana, where did you go with Connor? Like obviously you didn't start throwing subs down his throat. It was about getting the base right first. Yeah. What type of advice do you give to a young 18 year old who, you know, can't get to a nutritionist or a dietitian, can't financially afford it, can't whatever, for whatever reason, the club or the team they're with doesn't offer that one-on-one service. How did you start with Connor? Like where, where did you, where'd you go? I think the first thing is something that I see in a lot of athletes and it's not just females anymore is that fear of putting on weight or not being light enough. Mm-hmm. You can see him. This is ridiculous thinking <laughs> it's that fear that we shouldn't have and that's the first thing that i notice is if you i don't know if you like chocolate or cookies they end up cutting on the good stuff because they ate more yeah. of the bad stuff Guilt. and that's exactly and that's the first thing that we wanted to cut off is that if you feel like that that's fine your body's asking for more energy every now and then i'm okay with it don't stop eating the good food and that's okay for me too <laughs> yeah don't stop eating <laughs> the good food though <laughs> i, I miss that bit <laughs> 
that that was, I think was that was the first important point. So just being good with food. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. other thing is consistency, and yeah. that's what my plans are all about. I I'm not very good at making money out of it because people just live off my plans <laughs> forever. But I give a lot of options. So I give tables on where you choose your protein, carbohydrate, and fat. That will keep the consistency. Did you use my body science for that by any chance? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So the basis of it, and then I worked with with what, yeah, yeah. what he likes best. But the basis of because it's all calculated, so it's ready to go. Yeah. So I just put it towards him a little bit more. But the idea is that every breakfast, every lunch, every dinner, you're getting sort of the same amount of micronutrients. Because one day is a breakfast with bacon, eggs, and avocado, and for me that's just a bowl of fat. And then the other breakfast was oats with this, and then that's more carbohydrate. So just getting that balance and that consistency was really important. And understanding what he's putting on his plate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah because then in, in five years he won't eat me. He'll eat me every now and then, uh, but he will be able to know what his plate should look like. Even if you travel, especially when we're traveling overseas, it's really hard to be an athlete. Yeah. You sort of know what your plate should look like. And so, Connor, did that make sense when Tatiana went through that with you? Oh, uh, yeah. What do you think? Hurry up, just give me my first meal. <laughs> yeah, I was pretty excited. Biggest thing from our first meeting that resonated with me was uh, what she mentioned about if you have the bad food, make sure you still have the good food. Yeah. I found I was ha- if I had the bad food, I would I'd cut out the good food and yeah, exactly. there's all the yeah. nutrients in it. She's a big one on colors and micronutrients. She yeah. doesn't even mention them yet, but I know it's coming. <laughs> rainbow, on your, rainbow on your food. Yeah. So let's go through Connor's day on a plate. What, what type of things did you talk about? How many meals a day is he having? How's he eating? What does it look like? So that's one of the first things. It's it, He has to be able to arrange that with his training. So I'm never going to tell him at 8 a.m. you have to eat this mm-hmm. because he might have a hard training session and he can't do that. So that was the first thing. Mm-hmm. That's why it's really important for him to be aware of his body and how he deals with food because then he can send that feedback to me. So that was the first thing. It was, I think, consistency with breakfast, making sure he was having... Is that pre-training breakfast or post? No, post. Yeah. Uh, so pre, he wasn't eating, so that was a really important thing. And did we change that or did we leave that the same? We changed that. And I do understand, especially because I do training at the same time, it's really hard to wake up at 4.30 in the morning, 5.30 you're already in the water, and to be able to digest food. So sometimes we don't feel good eating. I guess that's where my background helps because I do understand I'm not going to get have him to have sweet potatoes before training at four thirty in the morning. <laughs> what did she say you should have? Um, berries, banana, coconut water for electrolytes. Yeah, beetroot powder. Beetroot. She loves beetroot powder. Beetroot <laughs> doesn't shut up about it. <laughs> He loves it too. Oh, yeah. He's loving it. Fair now. So he's having that before training, which is very light and easy. And mm. I think you made Fell a difference. Fell in love with it, yeah. yeah. If I'm being honest, that's probably my one of my favorite meals of the day. How much petri powder did you put him on? I put him on two tablespoons a day, but I think he's having about 10. <laughs> <laughs> I told him to back off a little. <laughs> did you think you need to see the doctor the first time you went to the toilet? Oh, uh, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Surprise, yeah. Like, that lie. shouldn't be that color. <laughs> no, no. no we, we were looking to bring a petri powder back in the range we used to have one. It's in our um, branch chain aminos. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. not at the levels you're talking about. Yeah. I just wanted to ask, how do you feel cha- making that change mentally and then physically? Mentally, I, I've had food like before training. Okay, cool. Before physically, first kind of week, I find I get real dizzy when I make changes in training. Could be unrelated, but I found that first week I was feeling a bit dizzy and then second week it just clicked and um, I was just breaking PBs at training. Wow. Yeah, that's that. Tatiana has a big smile on her face right now if anyone's wondering what she's doing. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's important to say that because you need to be able to adapt and I tell that to everyone there's people that come to me two weeks before a very important race I need to fix my diet I'm like no just no. keep the way it is and we'll work it out for next year exactly so you you d- do need to adapt it's really important the time he came as well because it was eight weeks before state and now we'll have two weeks for state three weeks for state yeah. eight weeks for nationals yeah so it's good timing because you need to be able to adapt yeah nice so that's our pre-workout what do we do post-workout like is it a pretty let's get this this is a pretty important time of the day isn't it yeah so yeah. that was the other problem he had a bit of a like 40 minute break between getting out of the pool and getting home to have breakfast so yeah. i really needed him to have something straight away so we got him do you want to talk about you you yeah. love that one too b-c-e-a-a-a <laughs> and with uh beetroot creatine and a cup of juice wow that's interesting yeah. little yeah mix yeah it is mm. yeah tastes delicious yeah. uh yeah don't mind what's your it? favorite B-C-E-A-A flavor. Blue. Yeah. Blue, blue anything. Blue yeah. anything. <laughs> that with beetroot, that'd be interesting. Yeah, yeah. so the beetroot will, will help uh, increase blood flow. So the, really? the amino acids are like re- ready to go to the yeah. muscles. The creatine as well, of course, workout is amazing. It's like your muscles are like a dry sponge and it's just going to soak it all up. So Yeah, and, and knowing Connor's background, creatine would have just gone, thank you very much, I'm glad to be here. I, I think that's, that's what when he says he was hitting PBs on the second week i think was was that difference was the pre-workout and the creatine as well yeah nice so we're in the 40 minute gap now which we used to call in the old days the anabolic window which i'm told is not real anymore but i'm old school and every elite team i deal with plays in that window so you know each of their own but i think it's a great time for athletes to really dominate yeah yeah yeah. it's really important you you don't want to especially he's doing an hour and a half in the pool you don't want to let wait 40 minutes for your body to keep on using muscle as energy you just need to to get nutrition straight away an hour and a half the pool what are we talking in calories expenditure there and so much throw me a ballpark number it will be around 600 to a thousand calories well okay so you're going to feel spent yeah yeah yeah. so that's why a lot of the times we just feel like napping afterwards because it's it's nearly what some people spend in three days worth of exercise yeah exactly so we're, we've hit the 40 minutes we've had our post-workout your little secret weapon that all your competitors know about now and so what's our breakfast looking like because obviously some essential aminos some beetroot and some creatine is going to leave me wondering where the foods come, when the food's coming yeah so um he's really excited about his breakfast because I, I give I give him a lot of options. So he got creative, which is great, and he's enjoying food. I always tell people to enjoy food yeah, and he's got enjoying enjoy it. it. Yeah. I, um, winning and enjoy food. Yeah, I uh, Tatiana obviously gives a, a platter of different options, but usually my go-to is oats. But if I'm feeling creative like this morning, French toast, um, you've got your four pieces of bread, two eggs, half a cup of oat milk, and mix that together with some cinnamon, and that's French toast for me. That's awesome. <laughs> cinnamon and and some, I have a fruit choice with that as well and it just tastes amazing. Usually I go between them two or, or I'll do a cook up and have some eggs, some bread, four slices, multigrain and some veggies, mushrooms, tomatoes, kale, all of that good stuff. Make sure it's a rainbow, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Where'd the bacon go? No bacon. No bacon. Fats. No bacon. Wow. Yeah. No. So you're not putting a lot of fats in the diet at this stage? No, he's, he's oh, having a uh, good, yeah, yeah, good quality fat. Yeah. That's not where bacon comes in. <laughs> Um, bacon is a processed meat, so he's um, staying away from that, and I'll explain why. Don't roll your eyes, Greg. <laughs> we, as athletes, we need our livers to be working really well because it's sort of like our recycling bin. Yeah. Yeah. 
and the processed meats make it really heavy. So it makes it really hard for our bodies to process those byproducts of the exercise and the stress we're going under when we're training. Uh, so I need his liver to be looking super clean, not having to worry about alcohol is something that we don't have to worry about with him. He doesn't have a lot of processed food. So taking away the processed meats was one of the other steps we took as well. So totally, or was that later in the day option? No, totally, but not like if he has it every now and day is okay. It's yep. just um, try to keep that to once or twice a week max. Okay. You're good with that? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't really realize until now. So. <laughs> <laughs> You're so focused on what you want to do. So we've covered pre, post and first meal. When's, when are you suggesting that a young athlete should have their second meal of the day? Uh, it depends on his training, depending on what he's doing for training. So what do you... What are you doing at the moment? After swimming, come home, eat, brekkie. We've obviously covered that. I'll go to work if I'm working. If not, I'll do a run or gym. And then on to lunch, straight up. So straight from breakfast to lunch? Yep. Okay. Yep. And for that, we're having protein choice, uh, carbohydrate, fats, usually. Veggies. Oh, veggies. (laughs) Two to three cups. Two to... No, one to two cups for lunch, one to two cups of veggies. What type of veggies is Tatiana pushing these days? Beetroot. No, <laughs> no. Nah, nah. There's um, so much beetroot now, office at the moment. It's not uh, funny. No, um, veggies, I always talk about having whatever, whatever's cheaper and on season. So you're not waiting for anything to come from overseas. At the moment, it's hard anyway. But if the broccoli is $15 a kilo, don't worry about it. Just get what's in season and cheap and easy to go. Are we rolling colors out here or are we just getting veggies in? Veggies of veggies for me I don't count them Mm -hmm. because uh, we use calories to digest that and it's pretty much it goes pretty much to zero calories so I don't I don't count that into my macros okay cool so we've we've hit lunch and you've got an afternoon session coming up because you're doing 15 sessions a week so what are we doing before that next session the first first two weeks we were uh, I wasn't used to having food after lunch to training so while I was kind of adapting I wasn't having anything body wasn't really ready for that yet and then this last week we've added in a second breakfast or a clean bar yep yeah, if I'm in a bit of a so rush. So that's that um, time to adapt. Yeah, he, he loves breakfast, so yeah. it was good. That time to adapt was really important. He wasn't used to eating. I wasn't going to try to get him to have anything bef- between lunch and training. But then because he started eating in the morning and he was eating properly, your body starts to ask because then you your metabolism is going up, everything's working well, so you you adapt to food a lot easier. So he told me, he's like, I'm getting hungry. I'm like, well, let's eat Absolutely, then. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So how's the clean bar sitting your gut? during training good yeah real good they're really popular with athletes aren't they it's, yeah um, I, I honestly thought it would be a and excuse the way i say this you know a vegan fitness female hitting that bar when we first like you said avatars around products on who you think will and we had four or five but one of them was because it's you know it's got protein and carbs yeah and around trading and, and a lot of people are doing big hit sessions and stuff and all that but it's really just been adopted by athletes athletes yeah we're not scared of the carbohydrates no exactly and it, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a pretty simple concept isn't yeah. it yeah so you're having that into your train at evening train Yep. And then what are you doing after that? After we'll be looking to get in our vegan protein. Yep. With a fats choice, usually go peanut butter or a or co- shredded coconut. Um, some oat milk. Uh, I would assume I'll check with you for sugars to get to your for glucose. Yeah. yeah, to get to your muscles faster. Water and then in a blender and smoothie. Sometimes add in some veggies if I'm feeling like it, feeling up to it. So making that clean vegan protein is that is that a chore or is that something that's easy to do? Oh, I love the um, 
I love it. I I originally was on the way and I was like chocolate milk. It was it was my go-to. I looked forward to it every day. And then obviously when you switch to a vegan, there's the whole like that cloud around vegan products but i found found this one well it's the only vegan i've tried and it's delicious so. salted caramel salted caramel yeah. that's the flavor well, it's i was trying to think that real earthy texture you get you yeah. get a much denser drink and i guess if you're looking yeah. for a bit of satiety with a bit of recovery yeah what, why is he having a protein in there just exact same before as dinner, in the morning just yeah. so he gets something before dinner because he was getting home and snacking so our our Hunger tends to peak again around 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. And because he trained around 4 to 6, he'll get home starving. Yeah. Uh, so we needed to break that because his body, if his body is asking for energy, we need to provide that. So he was, um, and the way we did it is in a way that he can take it to training as well. So yeah. he can take in the, in the shaker, the shredded coconut, um, the, yeah. the protein powder ready, ready to go, cacao powder he puts it on sometimes for muscle recovery, and then just shake it like straight after training. So it's Easy to go. That's a good little one for um, natural testosterone boosting too, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Same with kale and spinach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't keep all your secrets away. Keep a couple, Connor. <laughs> keep a couple. So, where are we at calorie wise for the day here for an 18 year old Ironman athlete doing 15 sessions a he week? He's nearly on 3,000. If he's having the second breakfast around a little bit higher than that, is that enough for an athlete? What do you weigh? Uh, 76. 76. It's nearly enough. But the thing is, he came to me having some days he was having less than 2,000 calories. Yeah, which is very typical you see when you start chatting with athletes. Yeah, yeah, everyone that I see. And I always say, like, look at me, I'm tiny and I eat a lot more than you. So yeah. just step up the game because that's that fear of putting on weight and all you're doing is slowing your energy and training less um, in a and just – just stopping what you can do with performance rather than losing or putting on weight. So for him to adapt, I just needed him to start eating a little bit more. And that's something that I told him at the beginning as well. I'm not going to get you to eat 5,000 calories now, but we need to get used to eating and eating real food as well. Because I can give him protein shakes all day and eat 3,000 calories, but he's not going to be used to that fiber and having to digest proper food. Um, So it will be a lot harder for him to, to get back to eating real food. So he's doing really well nice so mate outside of you using uh our clean vegan protein the bcaa's the creatine is that the basic stack you've got a startup on glutamine. yeah glutamine glutamine she loves it yeah mm. <laughs> sit next to the, the beetroot and hibiscus on her desk <laughs> He's having that too. The clean bar as well. So the clean bar is just easier because he has some snack options that will have fruit. It's always in your bag and stuff. And And you have fruit, you have protein, you have nuts. Perfect for, especially for athletes before training. Yeah, nice. Yeah. So what are we doing game day? Like when you're, uh, last week when you were hitting it with the big boys, Shannon Eckstein, what, so your first event was early, was a multi-event day, obviously? Yeah. Friday, Saturday, Friday, oh. Iron Heats. We yeah. had uh, two fortunate to make it in one of the heats straight to the final and then Dash for Cash backing it up. There were short, sharp races, yeah. not long rest on the Friday and then Saturday, a lot of events. Back so back. What, what was the strategy here from Tatiana in relation to, I mean, it's really hard to get food in on a multi-event day like it's mm. you got two problems you're sitting on a beach yeah and secondly you're getting called up soon so what did that day look like for you apart from the big brekkie uh big dinner night before yep. and i uh, stuck to my oats that morning i was having sipping on 
stemnade with creatine. Yep. We've now sugars. got my sight. No, we've now got my now sight. We, now it was like a day before we released my sight. Yeah, we had to wait for the drug test to come in. You couldn't touch it until the drug test came in. So, But yeah, he'll be good for states and nationals yeah. now. Yeah, for a bit of sugar and the creatine, sipping that. I was having some fruits half an hour before a race. Yep. I'd be having some fruit. Uh, jam sandwiches, yep. white bread, delicious. Goes down like a treat. Cross <laughs> off, mom. Nah, jokes. Um, <laughs> and then... Come and have carrot pizza. Carrot pizza. I know. I thought you would have known that about Kathy. No. <laughs> and snacking on some seaweed crackers. And apart from that, just consistently snacking throughout the day when there was about a half an hour gap. And then that Arvo ate, ate a lot. Oh, I had my morning pre-workout, post-workout drink with yeah. the BCEAs. That's a tongue twister. And create no, no creatine in that one, beetroot and watermelon. Yeah. Because I like she snacking watermelon on watermelon. Too. Yeah. yeah. I <laughs> listen to quite a few of her diet plans now. There's some trends in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's a Brazilian thing. It's got to have colour. Yeah, yeah. No, that beetroot and watermelon work really well together. Mm. They love each other. But the important thing was he, he came to me and he said, I'm racing, what do I do? And then it really goes back to the athlete. What yeah. are you used to doing? I, I could fix a few things of maybe this is not great, maybe try this, but what is working in your diet at the moment? And that's the important thing about being aware of your body and how it deals with food because I can't tell you what to have during the week or during the race if I don't know how you're dealing with your diet during the week. Yeah. So that diary and just, just being so aware of what he's doing is really important. And so do you now work with Connor through the, him being part of the body science team uh, based on his calendar? Like you, you change things according to events, workload, that type of thing? Well, for this one, we are doing well the way we're doing. Mm -hmm. As I said, I needed to get him used to eating more. And then from there, we can work with his cycle. So from next year, from next season, base cycle, we're going to be eating completely different from pre-race when we're doing like short, sharp stuff to get faster for racing. But for now, I think we've had massive results just fixing little things and getting him used to eating a little bit more. Yeah. What happens when en Engine says, I want to do an international photo shoot with him and he comes to you and says, hey, I want to drop five kilos for this shoot. What do you say? No. <laughs> Fair enough. For all you well, athletes out there, keep it real all day long. It was long. something that my coach always told me and it always stuck to me because especially for females, it's really hard. But he said, do you want to be a model or you want to be an athlete? Mm. And I know there's a lot of pressure with social media at the moment, but we need to understand that athletes are athletes and models are models. And I think our, the brands that we work with are usually pretty good. They don't get you to cut weight to to make a six pack and two. And he's looking pretty ripped oh, anyway. So funny. I, I can I won't mention names. I had a female athlete that was a great swimmer, and she had a uh, she had a, I shouldn't say the brand. She had a swimwear brand photo shoot, and this is like four weeks before the Olympics. No. Sharing something goes, oh, Greg, I, need, I want to lose four or five kilos. So I look in this photo shoot and I said, no, you don't. You want to win a gold medal. Yeah. Blew up. Like absolutely blew her shit because she was really worried about, and I mean, obviously high profile. So the shoot would have gone to millions of people. So we kept a few little secrets up our bag, but I never felt good about uh, yeah, nah. that conversation. And that's that classic thing you've talked about in the early days, feeling guilt from yeah. you know, around body typing. Uh, for and an his athlete body, not, with the amount of training he's doing now, if he drops one or two kilos, his body will freak out. And yeah. I can tell you from personal experience, he'll be in bed feeling sick because your body just shuts down. Yeah. Um, so no, you're not losing weight. <laughs> <laughs> For a photo shoot. Yeah. yeah no. So dinner. Tatiana, is there anything you, oh, you've gone, sorry, we've missed dinner. Where are we at with dinner? Apologize for that. Legumes. <laughs> um, 
a lot of legumes. <laughs> the beans, beans. Beans, yeah, that's right. She loves beans, you know that, don't you? <laughs> the five Bs or something. Yeah. Slow-release carbohydrates, slow-release yeah. protein, and will feed his muscles throughout the night whilst he's sleeping. So what does that plate look like, though? Because at the moment I'm just seeing a rabbit eating. So what do you actually got in front of Connor right it's now? It's massive, isn't it? Oh, it's huge. So I go, it'll start off sounding like a rabbit, two to three cups of veggies, um, one cup of legumes, 150 grams meat and then depending on the carbohydrate choice if it's pasta a cup of oh 100 grams of raw pasta obviously when you cook it it's quite a lot of pasta and then a fats choice half an avo or two tablespoons of oil is usually tell me you're taking the avo oh yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) unless it's like and some legumes with it oh yeah legumes i think so why are you so big on the beans and legumes and things like that it's very extremely low i can't i can't say how low gi carbohydrate the the legumes are very very low so you won't have that peak and the thing is especially training three to four times a day your body will keep asking for energy your muscles will keep requiring that energy for up to 24 hours so he's constantly on demand from his muscles to release energy he's going to bed and that's just going to be absorbed and take it into his muscles because it's really slow release instead of picking and going to fat storage it will be taking into glycogen to the muscle so yeah, nice. he wakes up feeling a hundred times better if you have white pass at night that like with his metabolism the way he's training super quick in two hours he'll be sleeping but he'll be hungry and then he'll wake up like and, with, yeah. right, very hungry that was a big problem i was having a lot of midnight snacks waking up eating a lot of food i'm talking like oh a lot <laughs> it's not the best bread. shelf not a, food either it's easy biscuits like yeah. a pack of biscuits milk yeah yeah and with that slow release it kind of helped me That's stay awesome. fuller for longer And the thing as well is that when he's waking up to eat, he's also increasing cortisol and all the hormones. Absolutely. Got to get that sleep. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we needed to stop that. Mm. Yeah. Nice work. You two done well. Yeah. So Connie, you're six weeks into body science, your first event, you forgot to tag us at the end of it, but that doesn't matter. (laughs) What's it like being part of the team? Is it good? Awesome. It is? Like you're not just saying that because I'm here, you've enjoyed being part of the family? Generally epic. And how Brielle and Matt, have they taken you under the wing a bit and a bit of advice? Or Matt saw you on the line and said, every man for himself, brother. How'd that go down? Well, we kind of gave each other a look. The look? (laughs) (laughs) The look. (laughs) Nah, but um, you know, they're both epic athletes. Brielle's at my surf club. She's the mum of the group, I'd say. I think everyone's. I hate you saying that now, just so you know, but yeah. Oh, real. She she is <laughs> what like- is she, 21? 21. She's the mum of the group. She is. Yeah. <laughs> and then Matt's used to be at the same club and now he's Northcliffe. I see him at races and I always am that annoying voice asking him a question or two, but mm. he always uh, stops, gives me the- the time and um and i got a shout out to those two because when you came on to sign with us they came here for the signing that day like Mm. that's just an epic family thing to do and Mm, definitely yeah that's um that's one of the good things about sport just unites people Mm, 100% so Tatiana any information out there for people who think let's just jump in and grab some crap food on the way home and just eat 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 like I think the important as well I'm sorry I know we're body science but we've seen that we're incorporating supplements to help with the diet but we're not relying just on the that you're not getting crap food, as you said, and then rely on the supplements. Because as you know, you don't want people to do that either because then your supplements won't work as well. Think whole foods, quality supplements, know what you're ingesting as well, especially for them that get tested. And yeah, just just real food. And it's, as Corner said, the 1% makes a difference. So let's finish that. Everyone reach out for those 1%ers. That's where it's at. 
Connor, I can't wait to see you standing on top of the podium. I know it's not far away, mate. You are definitely batting above your age group. For everyone who's listening, thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. You're listening to these podcasts is what allows us to continue the journey of getting good athletes on, experts on, getting Tatiana on and all the sports science people that are lined up to come on, authors. They, they all come in because you people listen. So subscribe and please keep enjoying and don't be afraid to email ash at bodyscience.com.au with what topics you want talked about so uh you too tatiana i know you work here so you had to come but thanks for coming on board <laughs> thank you kind of good to have you on mate thanks for having me anytime